Oh, I'm like, what's a holiday special? It kind of sounds like a like a menu item. You know what? That's uh, a Robert. That's a that's a years of Robert questions. So I should probably yeah, change it that. Like, like to me, something special. someone from like the 1940s would say. Sorry, Robert. Yes. Still trolling. <laughs> Robert you after is all these from years. the 1940s. Yes, <laughs> he he's got like that classic, you know. Yeah, feel about him. Yeah, yeah. I like that about that's made him so special. Still, yeah. still makes him special. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Human Element, Kara's podcast focused on finding ways to inject humanity and insight into modern marketing. It's that time of year again. Some may call it the holiday pod. Other may call it Christmas fish part five now, Jason? I think so. Uh, what is time? Here we are, Jason and I, for the last The Human Element episode of the year. So let's kick it off with a little bit about what we've recorded this year. Jason, favorite guest? Well, maybe it's just recency bias speaking, but you know, I always like announcing and breaking news. So, you know, the trades aside, breaking the news of our new CEO is always exciting. So, and you only have to look back a week or two to find it. So go check out Michael Law's Introduction to the Universe that we gave. Look at that producer plug. That is amazing. (laughs) I was looking back at some of our episodes this year and I know we had a little hiatus in between, but all of them are really great. A lot of internal folks and I always do love shining a light on our internal people. They're amazing. They're behind the scenes. So it's really nice to bring them in the limelight a little bit Mm -hmm. and just be able to dive into some random conversations across the media ecosystem and the industry. So we had Beauty and Review. Remember our friends from Australia? That podcast time zone difference was wildly different. I also love the Pride Pod. I always love the Pride Pod every year. Bringing in new folks to just tell their stories, I think is always great. And our last one, MetaHumans, the second to last one, actually, that's reached almost 700 listens. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Everyone doesn't know what MetaHuman is, but everyone wants to. Yeah. No, we've had some great ones this year. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the Pride podcast, I always do love sort of the more collage overviews of what everyone at Kara is up to and thinking, which the listener is in luck, is what we also have in store for them today. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I, we hit our 100th pod this year which feels like a lifetime ago, but that was this year. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Well, I guess congratulations to us one more time. <laughs> <laughs> we need that. We need that. Let's see. Best pod location. Now this one, we had a lot less to choose from. So which area of the house <laughs> did you occupy to produce one of our episodes? I would say of the two places in my house that I sat while recording podcasts, my favorite is the couch. And so big ups to the couch this year for being a stellar location for professional audio recording. Absolutely. That wasn't this year. I think it was like kind of the end of last year that I was, you know, hosting on the couch. But there was a huge indent on the couch after we moved. So I had to throw that couch away, unfortunately. So Well, that's dedication to the craft. <laughs> Absolutely. Most challenging podcast moment, not doing it in person. Yeah, I think that's it. I miss the energy of just riffing on a pod in person. So hopefully we get back to that. I'm fully prepared. It's going to be awkward and weird at first because it's going to feel very robotic. 
I might mm-hmm. be robotic because I don't I don't know if I've lost all social skills in person. So mm-hmm. we'll keep this audience posted on that. Yeah. That also fell into what we want to change the most on the pod. I don't know if it's change. I think it's just continue and continue more often and continue to have candid conversations and human conversations and really remind ourselves the reason why we created this pod in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, the only thing I want to change is getting back into doing it regularly. We had a lot of things we all needed to do for six months that unfortunately were not this. Unfortunately for you, the dedicated listener, but all those things aren't like done, but we're doing this again. And so that's the promise for next year. And to our dedicated listeners, thank you for still being dedicated after the six months of hiatus. And we appreciate you. Here we do. All right, Jason. I think it's time to invite our guests to join us for a holiday lightning round. Perfect. Those of you who are familiar with these, it's going to be a lot of your favorite voices come back to tell us a little bit about their year and the end of their year and what they like in rapid succession. So buckle up and enjoy. And hope you all had a pretty good year and are looking forward to a pretty good next year. All right. Uh, I'm Stephanie Russell, the Chief Client Officer for Care US. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for joining us. Favorite holiday special? It definitely has to be Elf, which I don't know if that technically qualifies as a favorite holiday special, but it's definitely a family favorite. And we may or may not quote Will Ferrell all year, all year round at our house. That counts in my book. (laughs) One gift you really want this year? So this is silly and small, but I really, really want a coffee warmer because I love my hot coffee and I drink a lot throughout the day and it gets cold and that's sad. So I'm a cheap The date. Ember actually works really well. I don't know if you've seen it. You know, I'm not sure if I can, I can rationalize a hundred dollar coffee cup. So I'm interested to get some, uh, some uh, direct reviews. So you'll have to... Great. So if any of our listeners right now have any opinions on coffee warmers, <laughs> let us know. What's one resolution you vow to keep in 2022? So having just been on the road traveling and realizing that most of my work wardrobe does not fit, I resolve to get back into my uh, better workout and better eating and less wine drinking routine that I had pre-pandemic. So Um, that will be the most real answer we've gotten, but this is perfect for our next question. What is your favorite holiday drink? (laughs) Wine, all wine, yes. (laughs) And it's not just limited to the holidays, sadly. (laughs) What is one word in your vocabulary that you'd like to cut next year? I can't say that on the air. (laughs) (laughs) You probably want to keep that one for next year. (laughs) Favorite holiday song? It has to be that Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas. It just makes me happy. And I can't not hear it without sort of singing and dancing along. And I just learned this year, my husband loathes that song. So we just turn it up extra loud every time it comes on. Fantastic. What has been one of your favorite year highlights with your team? I have to say the process. So we recently had our Kara Diamonds Award ceremony, kind of the end of the year employee recognition And I will say that the opportunity to read the nominations was amazing and fantastic. And I feel so privileged to get to see, get to have seen and read all the amazing things that people wrote about each other. It was really fantastic and very heartwarming. So I love that. Also, every executive who had presented wore a tux or dress. (laughs) So that was impressive to see. We got all dolled up. It was very fun. I love it. And what is your favorite year highlight with your family or friends? 
I have to say maybe the first time we had a family dinner post COVID with extended family and weren't stressed out about wearing masks and sanitizing and, and touching food was really just awesome. The simple stuff now yes. that we appreciate. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi, so my name is Duncan Smith. I'm the president and chief media officer of iProspects in the US. Thanks for joining us, Duncan. Uh, let's dive in. What is one of your favorite year highlights with your team? Oh, I mean, this whole year has been a highlight, to be honest with you. You know, we've brought two agencies together with very different cultures, but the same kind of objective of, of really bringing that brand and demand together. And I think we've, we've had a really good time, you know, achieving that. We've had a bunch of new business wins. I think it's really galvanized the team. Betting in Cox, you know, from, from the win that we had back end of last year was great. We've seen a really kind of integrated team and product coming together on that. Love that. What about a favorite year highlight with your family or friends? Well, it, I mean, it's been tough, right, the last couple of years because half of my family is based over in the UK. So getting uh, my two older kids over for the whole of this summer was brilliant. We didn't do anything particularly special. You know, went to Six Flags, that kind of stuff. But um, That is very US special. <laughs> it is very US special, yes. Yeah, I went to DC, hung out by the Lincoln Memorial, you know, all of those kind of touristy things. But just to be able to do it with family was great because, you know, none of us have seen one another enough over the last two years. Agreed. Favorite holiday special? Any year, any kind, TV show, movie? So if you ask my wife, it would be the Charlie Brown Christmas special. And we do watch all of those movies a lot. We watched the Thanksgiving one and then the Halloween one and now the, the Christmas one. And our son Nico is a big fan of that. I think for me, Die Hard's got to be pretty much near the top of the tree. <laughs> it's a classic, right? And it's I Christmas was waiting movie. for it. It is not a Christmas movie. It's the debate of the all-time every Christmas, but that's phenomenal. I was wondering who would do it. So thank you for, for saying it. I'm not going to do the yippee ki <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch every year Die Hard, every holiday season? Probably not intentionally, but I, yeah, I guess it's it's going to turn up at some point in the next couple of weeks. Amazing. What is one resolution you vow to keep in 2022? This is a little bit hackneyed, but it has to be exercise. I've been woefully neglectful around that side of things, I'll say, over the last couple of years. And we got flooded out in Ida. We had five feet of water in our basement. So all of the gym equipment that I'd sort of studiously bought on Amazon sort of floated out the door, literally, at that point. So um, we've got a few bits and pieces down there again. It's all dry, thankfully. So I need to I need to hop back on board. The issue that I have with all of that is I get so bored so easily that I've bought a big TV right in front of the, the rowing machine. So I didn't have to concentrate on the actual rowing. And that went. So I need to replace that now because I think if I've got something to distract me from the exercise, it might actually get me a, a bit more committed. So that is one that I've just got to get back into. So this is a perfect follow-up question to that. What is the one gift you want this year? Yeah, a 60-inch TV just to watch <laughs> <laughs> while I'm getting the laps in. No, I mean, some of it's really mundane. A new pair of jeans, that's really sad, isn't it? But I've been kind of sitting in the same clothes for two years, basically, because no one's had to see me. So um, a whole new wardrobe would be, uh, would be pretty nice. A valid gift. What is one word in your vocabulary that you would cut next year? You know, that's a tricky one. We had a secret Santa little meeting amongst some of the iProspect leadership team yesterday. And the person who gifted my really nice section of wine she got me was Liz Vance, who 
you know, started talking about my vocabulary. And as a Brit in the US, there's definitely a few words that I use that aren't as commonplace here. And I think probably serve to confuse as much as anything. So diary is one word I've tried to get out of my vocabulary a lot since I've been over here because calendar is the word that we should be using. So that that's one I need to be a little more conscious around. I don't know, I'd probably say brill a little bit too much. And like is just, you know, like a terrible word that sort of has infiltrated everybody's vocabulary. Over that's the past a universal, years. awful yeah. word. Yes. Yeah. When you say diary, is your team just thinking you're journaling? Like, is that the mishap? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Furiously scribbling away <laughs> my inner thoughts. Also valid. Also needed at times. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get it. That's awesome. What is one of your favorite holiday drinks? I don't know if it's a specific holiday drink, but I do like a white Russian at this time of year. And uh, it might be because the Big Lebowski is a big favorite of mine. What is one of your favorite holiday memories? It's probably being abroad. So my cousins used to live all over the place and we went to Belgium one year, just experiencing that really European traditional Christmas and and everything was, was fantastic. What does Densu mean to you? It's really about the culture more than anything else. You know, I remember not working at Dentsu 10 odd years ago and and you could see, you know, in the trade press, there was a huge amount of success that Dentsu was going through, bringing on a huge amount of kind of multinational clients, the likes of P&G, MasterCard and so on. And I think, uh, you know, it was great watching it from afar, the growth of the network and, and the fact that a lot of that was driven by the people and the culture and underpinned with the technology and the platforms that we had. So to then join a few years later, you know, a lot of what I'd seen externally was was absolutely true internally. I love that. Last but not least, greatest hope for the new year? Again, it's probably not that surprising, but just being able to see people and work with people in the flesh again. You know, one thing I really enjoyed when when we had Visium was, you know, we had the whole sort of 120, 130 all of us on one floor and you could just walk around and see people and talk to them and you know, understand the work that they were working on. And and it just felt like a much more dynamic way of working. And I think we've been really successful at the whole sort of working from home effort. But I I think it does lack some of that interpersonal dynamism, productivity and, and inspiration as well. I think you get to better ideas when you're working with someone more closely. It's all about people. So hi, I'm Leah Moranis, and I'm the Chief Media Officer at DentsuX and 360i. Highlight of the year with my team and arguably my favorite work hour of each month is the DentsuX 360i all-hands meetings. I'm just so proud of what we've been able to create in that environment. Just it's warm and it's fun, which is pretty impressive to do with a few hundred people on teams. So I love that we've balanced the content between the informative and the interpersonal. And it's just, it's an awesome opportunity to showcase the work and recognize our teammates. And I love that the team gets all into the comments and the emojis. So it's interactive and it's just been really fun. And there isn't a single one of those that I leave without a massive smile on my face. So super thankful for those moments and for the team. That's awesome. And personally, I tuned in yesterday's uh, All Hands and that meme challenge was phenomenal. We we went way off the rails. Uh, I mean, you I should have saved that for the end. It was so fun though. <laughs> I can't wait to pick that up in 2022. That's <laughs> meme <awesome>. challenge 2022. <laughs> what about your favorite year highlight with your family or friends? 
Well, I'm really close to my family. We travel together. And I mean, all of us, like my parents, my two siblings, the in-laws, the, the kids, the spouses, the whole bit. And of course, the last few years, we haven't been able to do that. So in July of this year, we rented a house in Asheville and we spent a whole week together, which was just awesome. We got to do all the things we love. So explore a brand new city, try new adventures. This time that was like these treetop adventures for the kids and tubing and visiting a whole bunch of microbreweries. We hung out by the pool. We cooked and ate a lot together, watched movies and just hung out. And it was a great moment to just take a pause to check out and to make new family memories after so long. I love that. And also that is extremely rare that your entire family hangs out together. That is even better. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think we've capped it at a week though. We've realized that anything after a week is a little too long, but it's so fun. And we have, all our kids are the same age and I don't know, there's just something really special about cousins. So that's great. We have a good time. Yeah, knowing your limits actually is the key to success on all family things. Across life, right? Family, work, life, the whole bit. Limits. thousand percent. (laughs) What is your favorite holiday special? I don't know if it's an actual special, but I'm a fan of cooking shows and I really like the holiday versions of all of them, like literally starting from Halloween through Thanksgiving to Christmas, the whole bit. Um, So I watch as many of those as possible because there's something oddly relaxing about watching people like ice cookies. So yeah, I'm all about that. Absolutely. Except if I'm the one that has to do the baking, that's when it gets stressful. So no, I'm watching, watching all day. I'm watching them. I'm watching them. What is one resolution you vow to keep next year? I'm going to keep exercising. So I actually worked out every single week this year, which I'm super proud of. And the reason I've done that is because I've become a COVID Peloton convert. I never thought I'd be that person, but I did. I went there and I'm actually really thankful for the outlet and for the accountability that the whole system and program gives me and provides. So I'm definitely going to keep that up in 2022. So the perfect second follow-up question to working out is what is your favorite holiday drink? So this is the G-rated version, right? Peppermint hot chocolate. Like I know that sounds kind of weird and I don't want to like it, but when I drink it, I find that I really enjoy it, but like only during the holidays. Okay, and then the non-G-rated version? I don't know if it's a holiday drink per se, but I really like Bailey's. Is that a holiday thing? I feel like it's winter-ish. Yeah, they do good marketing around the holidays. Right? Like also spike the hot chocolate with Bailey's. Peppermint hot chocolate, only December, Bailey's, full year, and holiday. (laughs) What is one word in your vocabulary that you would cut next year? I don't know if it's one word. Maybe a phrase. Just one more email. You know, I feel like (laughs) there's always one more. Like, there's always one more. I just really want to be better about... You know, we talked about boundaries a little bit before, right? Like setting that limit and boundary and just knowing when it's over. Because if not, there's always going to be one more. And sometimes there doesn't need to be one more. That's one of the best answers we will hear today, for sure. What does Densu mean to you? Densu means work family. I'm really here because of the people and the support that I get here. It's the place that's given me true opportunities growth and coaching. And it's a place that has taken an interest in my personal development. What's your favorite holiday song? Yeah, I'm a total Grinch, not into holiday music. Oh my God. (laughs) Holiday baking shows, yes. Holiday music, no. The greatest hope for the new year? 
on a serious note, I just hope we can safely interact and get together again. Hi, I'm Mike Law, the CEO of Cara. What is your favorite all-time holiday special? Could be a movie, TV show, you watch it every year. Oh, absolutely. Christmas Vacation. Watch it multiple times a year. But I do love every kind of holiday program. And I actually listen to Christmas music the whole way into the office today on my on my phone. What is one gift you really want this year? I'm terrible at answering that because I love giving presents a lot more than I like getting presents. I couldn't even think of something that I that I really want, but I'm really excited about a few of the gifts that I've bought people this year. I spend a lot of time just trying to think about what's a good practical gift that somebody may not buy for themselves. So I'm thankful for anything anybody wants to give me that involves golf, but I'm, I'm most excited to give people some of the gifts that I bought this year. Valid. That is almost the best feeling when you nail someone's personality so well through a gift. You're like, it's like a gift to yourself. Yeah, I spent a lot of time thinking like, what do they do during the day and how could I give them something that would make it better? So I, I, I really love gift giving. What is one resolution you vow to keep in 2022? I would say that this year I've let just kind of personal wellness uh, slide a little bit. Um, just maybe got a little overcommitted to work and just you know let some things slide on the personal wellness side. So I'm going to really commit to next year you know, just taking the time and effort. And I know that that will kind of make me feel better overall. So 2022 is going to be a really big focus on that for me as I start to get older and just want to make sure that I'm around for a really long time. What is a favorite holiday drink of yours? Ooh, that's a good one. And I'll give credit to, uh, if anybody remembers, Lena, Michael Epstein's old assistant at a Cara like cocktail party a few years ago. She made this amazing like cinnamon champagne rum like concoction that we make every holiday now. Uh, just be forewarned that you don't want to drink more than two of them, especially if you're sitting down and then try to stand up. So they're uh, they taste magically good, but they are very potent. Awesome. So if Lena's listening to this. I thought we were friends. I never received any of those drinks. So now I understand. I'll send you the recipe. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what is one word in your vocabulary that you cut out next year? You know, that's a really hard question to put a single word. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you something that I always think about. So I'm not cutting it out, but I'm going to continue to live by it. And that's, you know, there are no problems. There's only solutions. And so I'll just continue to live by that mantra. So, so in a way, cutting out the word no, and we can't and all those things. Just, you know, we, we always want to find a solution. Favorite holiday memory? I mean, just in general, my parents made Christmas this amazingly exciting time of year and the build up to it and the day. So Christmas Day with my family all growing up, the, the walk down the stairs as a young kid to into the room with the stockings is definitely my favorite memory. What does Densu mean to you? I'd say family. I mean, I, I think that the, you know, I try to look at all the people that we come to work with every day and get to spend time with. Like it's an extension of of my family and it's a you know different type of family, but everyone here is is so important to me. And I, you know, love the work that we get to do, but I equally love getting to know people that are here on a personal level just as much. Favorite year highlight with your team. 
I'm going to say the return to office. The first time that I got to see some people in person this year, each time that happened was really special. I will say that there was times when I saw somebody and then I had to think like, wait, have I seen you? Because I've seen you so much on the screen. But at each time, like we kind of came back, got together. So any of those moments where we had that kind of in-person reconnection, those are the highlights of my year. And it made you really appreciate and remember how much that that means to doing the job and, and being part of a community and, a, and an agency and a, and a group of people all kind of driving towards one collective goal. Great answer. Hi, my name's Haley Poss and I'm Chief Strategy Officer at Care US. What is your favorite holiday special? Any kind, any year, TV, movie? You know what? I've started getting back into the old Grinch. The Grinch stole Christmas. Does that count as a special? Yep. To me, it does. What is one gift you really want this year? I hope that COVID doesn't disturb travel plans for some of my Canadian in-laws to come into the U.S. Because you never know, Canada is all extra safe and they could close down their borders. So I'm hoping that things you know, stay safe enough and open so that we can have some family visit. What is one resolution you vow to keep in 2022? I made a concerted effort this year to be more kind to myself. Self and not so harsh and you know tough. And I, that's something I want to definitely continue into 2022. What is your favorite holiday drink? Uh, when I'm home in Indiana, uh, my dad really loves eggnog out of the classic moose glass. So if I'm in Indiana, it's with him. I won't be with them this year though. So I would just say a glass of something bubbly. You know what? Eggnog always tastes better when it's in a specific cup. It does. It's part of the magic. It really is. What is one word in your vocabulary that you would cut out next year? Can't. How important is cutting device time in 2022 to you? I don't know. I have such a torn relationship with my phone, but I sometimes I'll try to leave it up on a tall shelf like after hours so that I don't feel like I'm constantly going towards it. But it's just, it's like a failed attempt because I always end up getting it. So... I don't know. We'll ask this in our Media Trends podcast recording. Exactly. I mean, it's just a part of who we are. We're all like cyborgs now with our phones attached to our hands. I don't think there's any getting around it until we get chips in our heads. What is your favorite holiday song? Deck the Halls. Mainly because my my three-year-old can sing the whole thing and it's really cute. Oh, that's awesome. We sing it uh, strolling to school in the morning. And so the whole neighborhood gets to hear us going, fa-la-la-la-la. Because <laughs> we Everyone don't care needs to hear it. about anything. We have no shame anymore. As we all should. Greatest hope for the new year? You know, I just hope that people have more, you know, kindness for each other, um, more empathy for each other, and that, you know, everyone just has a little bit more fun too. What is the one thing around the holiday season that still makes you feel like you're eight? Okay, I think it's making Chex Mix. I've already burned through two batches, but like sneaking like handfuls of Chex Mix out of like a glass jar is exactly me at eight years old. Like I will, I probably have consumed like 25 pounds of Chex Mix already. Like it's, it's a problem, but I can't help myself. My inner eight-year-old comes out. I mean, it, there could be worse things that you're consuming of 24 pounds, right? Like, like that's good. butter? Yeah. <laughs> Which is something I actually consume all the time, but <laughs> that's Just another story. Of butter. <laughs> 
Okay. What is your favorite highlight with your team this year? So when everyone was newly vaxxed and pre-Delta, we had a team outing at a making pottery, kind of like the movie Ghost with the wheel, like wheel pottery. And it was so much fun. We just had such a blast together. And it was the first time that we'd all been together and just doing something creative as a strategy team just felt so good. Um, That was definitely a highlight this year. And what is one of your favorite year highlights with your friends or family? I rented a lot of houses this year, just kind of getting away on the weekend. So yeah, just a lot of fun trips with, you know, friends and and family, both just getting out of the city and getting some fresh air. I love that. Thanks for joining us, Haley. We appreciate it. And happy holidays. Of course. Happy New Year, everyone. So this concludes another year of the human element. We're so grateful to our audience for tuning in and are excited for all that we have planned in 2022. And thank you to all the folks that made this possible. The Human Element is executive produced by Jason Oberholzer and produced by Michael Seminelli and Christopher Souza. Marketing is done by Hayden Davies and Erica Sabavaro and original music composed by Jason Oberholzer. We are deeply indebted to all of our guests and all the wonderful people of Kara and Dunsu, all of our partners and friends, and of course, all of you who listen in. Remember, you can find The Human Element anywhere you can find your pods. Subscribe, give us a like, send us a note. We wish you a safe, healthy, and happy holiday season. And here's to another year of empathy, what finds us joy, and what makes us human. 